right now it's sexy time. Okay. So biographers universally characterize Franklin's marriage as monogamous. I want you to know. Okay. Uh, because there's a lot of things about, yeah, like him sleep being a slut, basically, even though he's married. And I want to say he's not actually married. Um, uh, so the first debunking is he's not married. So if he's sleeping around, technically it's okay. He can be a man slut all he wants. He can. And even if he was in a marriage, he can have an open marriage. He's an American, a modern American. <laughs> a modern in American. The, past. the law says no, he says yes. <laughs> he says yes. But, like I said, he's not even actually married. So, like, technically he's a bachelor. Mm -hmm. He has a live-in, what we would consider probably his wife, uh, his common-law wife, but they are not married. Mm -hmm. So even if he's sleeping around, this doesn't feel as gross. (laughs) They're not actually married. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know what this is from, but I just wrote, he's apparently too old, and the women are always after him. Because <laughs> I think somebody made a point, like, he probably wasn't a slut because he's so old that he can't get it up. He could still be a slut. Yeah. Just because he, he don't finish. Come on. Um, Doesn't mean he's not in the race, if you know what I mean. But uh, Thomas A. Foster, who wrote that book, makes a point that, like, it's weird, kind of, in a way, because Franklin is seen as being, like, a really sexual dude and flirting with women, even if he's married or even <clears> if he's really old. But you don't see him as, like, a creepy, old, nasty man. Mm-hmm. We're not like, ew, stop it. That's gross. Right. We're like, we think it's funny and we think he's charming. And so he was kind of like, why? You know, like, why Why does he get a pass? Yeah. And, like, other people, not so much. Uh, even other, like, historical people, not so much. So they're like, why? what is it about Benjamin Franklin that people yeah. are, like, okay with it? Um, and there is actually basically a reason. So I'm like, oh, provable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's nice. Um, like, And it's, it was interesting because I was like, am I going to have to change my whole view about Benjamin Franklin for this? <laughs> oh, am I going to have to think he's nasty? I don't want a deep July 4th <laughs> episode. I just want fun hot dog blow stuff up time. Come on. Come on. But no, he's he's good. I promise. Like Foster says, he's more like Santa Claus than a seducer. <laughs> And uh, uh, right, he's not like preying on people. No, he's just like showing up and like, hey guys, who wants to party? Yeah, and they're like, hi. Like a lot of, and that's the thing. There's a lot of accounts of people coming onto him. Yeah, w- women coming onto him specifically. And uh, you know, it's like he's not like groping women randomly. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like being charming, and they like him. Yeah. So there you go. But I want to say to Foster, has he ever heard the song, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, because Santa Claus is sexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to the song. Yeah. And I know it's supposed to be that the dad is dressed as Santa Claus, blah, blah, blah. Have we ever talked about, like, how long it took me to figure out that Santa Claus was the dad? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't say. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is like a weird. Cheating. Um, cheating on. Sexual Santa thing. Santa song that people. Really like. Listen to a lot. And yeah, I was like in, <laughs> in my mid-20s. I'm like, oh. Oh, it's like the dad is dressed oh, up. Oh, it's the dad. And she's kissing her husband. Got it. Got it. And it's just a kid. So I mean, don't if you take out know. the like, what a laugh it had been if Dad had seen him, like, yeah. you would never figure that out because that's the only part that even indicates that there's a dad in the equation, let alone that he might be him. <laughs> I feel like it's such an old song that like there has to be right. Songs like that don't just feature single moms. <laughs> it's true. It's a pretty old song, <laughs> but um. No, it, well, it's weird about some of those things, too, because I have a lot of those things where I don't realize until I am quite old that I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. 
Oh, it was a, it was dad. Like I told you recently, like <laughs> and just, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> like I told you recently that I like realized how often people wear like fake eyelashes, right? I'm like, mm, oh, it's yeah. just fake, or yeah. like get extensions because I just never think about because I've never like I've never worn you know fake eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had hair extensions, so like I just think like people just are beautiful. Right. And I'm not. <laughs> me, that's like me and wigs. I'm like, everyone has such good hair. I'm like, no, all their hair is fake. Lots of people are wearing wigs, yeah, all the time. Or they have extensions and it's still fake. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it being fake. It's just like I I didn't <laughs> ever think about it. Right. You uphold like your natural unaugmented body right. to a fake body. And you're like, wow, mine sucks. It's like, no, you're just not wearing like all the stuff. Yeah. When I was thinking about this the other day, too, like, I just realized something the other day that I was like, oh, <laughs> again, that I was like, you know, I'm like, oh, these big people's teeth are so nice. They're so pretty. And then I was like, oh, they just have veneers. Like, all of their teeth are fake. <laughs> they, they paid for their teeth. Right. Which is like, and then you, like, look at what you do to get veneers, and it's like the nastiest thing in the world mm-hmm. to grind your teeth down to little creepy nubs. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. And horrible. very expensive. And very expensive. Which is why you should just keep your regular teeth. I mean, sometimes people have, like, really bad. Right. If you can. Really bad. If you can, you should keep your regular teeth. There's a point where it's like, this is basically plastic surgery for your face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying more for, like, yeah. Cosmetic. And it's like, you know, and I'm not trying to say, like, you can't do it. Obviously, do whatever you want. You make your own decisions in your life. But Mm -hmm. you look like a monster (laughs) if you get the tiny teeth. (laughs) They're scary. Only for a little bit. Only if your veneers come out. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he's Santa Claus. So he's Santa. Claude Ann Lopez, a Franklin historian, was uh, I think she's one of the ones who's like works at his house or something. Mm-hmm. And she says she's always asked about his affairs and his illegitimate children. Okay. Uh, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's all people care about. Because even now, people are like, "Could I have gone with Benjamin?" Franklin? Yeah. Who, who did he have any more kids uh, out of wedlock? Were there slots open? Saucy. Mm. Could uh, I have been one of the kids? Oh, so the the uh, thing I was ri- or talking about he wrote is called Advice on Choice of a Mistress. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, this is how you pick who your mistress is. And, like, almost all the things are, like, around not getting caught. Yeah. And her kind of being worth your time. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were like, oh, he's being immoral and uh, stuff. And I was like, I think he's joking. I think it sounds like a joke to me, um, but whatever. I, my quote says, which was clearly a raunchy joke. <laughs> like yeah. People are like, oh, I don't think he's being serious. It just it's, uh, it's just rough because people do write articles like that for real. Yeah, now. Now, it's like, it's gross. Yeah. It's like, here's how you don't get caught. Wink. Right, and... But he's, like, a satirical writer, and so that's also the part of, like, it's hard to tell if he's joking or not. But I would just assume everything he writes is a joke. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anything serious he's ever written before. Don't trust him. He started with satire, with silence, do good. Mm -hmm. So I'm just assuming everything's a lie. (laughs) Everything is a lie, and that's how you know what's true. And specifically, he mentions in his autobiography um, that his longtime partner, Deborah Reed, um, that his greatest— like, mistaken life or his uh, great errata, he says, is not marrying her. Aw. He says that's the worst thing that, like, is it happened in his life is that he didn't get to marry her. And why didn't he? I'll tell you in a minute. Um, why do you do this to me? <laughs> Every time. Every time. Uh, well, because I just want to say, uh, talk about great errata really quick because I think this is funny because it's related. Um, that errata is, like, a printing error. Yes. 
Um, so he's specifically saying, like, you know, which is funny because of what he does. But also, the reason that he can't marry her is because her husband— uh, she was married previously, and their husband disappeared. And at this mm. time, there's no uh, divorce by, ex- like, desertion yeah. law. Yeah. And there's no, like, after this many years, we assume they're dead if you haven't heard from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's just in that marriage forever. That's so stupid. It's very stupid. And it's annoying because, like, all Franklin wants to do is actually marry her, and he's not allowed to. <laughs> like, if someone disappears— Either they're dead or you should be able to sue for divorce because they left. Exactly. And, like, in most states now, it's seven years. In some of them, it's, like, four or five years yeah. that you can do that. So it's pretty short, too, um, comparatively to at the time. Like, I, I think it's in Pennsylvania specifically. They don't have a law for that. Yeah. So they're just like, nope, you're married forever, so they can't get married. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he doesn't want to marry her or they're, like, having, like, an open relationship because he's, like, marriage is stupid. It's, like, it's all he wants to do is marry her. Yeah. And he literally cannot because the law is a stupid. And that was his uh, live-in common law wife? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So essentially they're married. They live together and they, yeah, are, as far as we're concerned, common law married. I don't think that's technically a thing at the time. Or it is, but because she's already married, it doesn't count. Sure. So, yeah. But as far as we're concerned, they're married. That's how it be. Uh, and I guess his writings are very pro-marriage and very anti-bachelor, um, which I think is funny, mostly because I don't think it's him being like, you can't get around and do what you do. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's him being like, these young whippersnappers, <laughs> like, the, like if young men don't get married, eventually they're just, like, nasty and terrible. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that a lot. Like, the older men get, the more they have that opinion. Like... Men are gross. Yeah, <laughs> when they yeah when they're when they're left to their own devices, especially once they like find a partner, they're like, "Man, I was gross." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this has really helped me. Ooh, I really, I really needed someone to like ground me. Right. Yeah, and and no matter what, you know, what like whatever gender your partner is, it's like no, it helps. <laughs> yeah. Just to have somebody around to be like, "What are you doing?" I needed someone to like look at me, so I would like. Pick socks that didn't have holes in <laughs> right. them, and, and stuff. even even non romantically, like just having anyone to keep you in check around, who's mm-hmm. willing to be honest with you and be like, no, 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 mm-hmm. uh, is useful. Yeah, that's why I can't live alone. <laughs> it's why anymore. I can't be alone. Yeah. I can't be because I'm too lazy to, like, go out and socialize. So I'm like, I need people who live in my house who I can socialize with. Yeah. Um, and I will become, like, a depressed little <laughs> void of a black hole if I right. live alone. I'm like, well, I guess I'll die here. I guess this is it for me. <laughs> I guess this is the end. <laughs> um, so, like, and as proof of this, that he's pro-marriage and anti-bachelorism, he leaves money in his will to Boston, to the city, because he's mm-hmm. born in Boston. But he denies financial benefit for bachelors <laughs> in the note. <laughs> he's like, I'd like to donate this money to the city, and you can give it to anyone you want, unless they're a bachelor. Mm-hmm. Don't give it to them. Unless they're a dude. Unless they're a nasty single, single boy. <laughs> they're just kind of. <laughs> They're just kind of sticky, and I don't like them. They deserve nothing. (laughs) So this is, you know, obviously everything I'm telling you is slightly different from the image (laughs) of Casanova Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Uh, But we'll get to why that's a thing in a minute. Can you imagine if every, uh, like, movie, TV show adaptation had Benjamin Franklin with a heavy Boston accent? Yeah. Boston. (laughs) Oh, it's Boston. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Benjamin Franklin. It's so funny. Like, it was like, oh. In France, they're like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh la I la. Like it. <laughs> yeah, you try to see my hat. 
Park my car. Park my park my carriage <laughs> by the water. By the water. <laughs> I'm sorry, Boston. We love you. That's uh, why we're trying. It's it's flattery. We're trying to emulate it because I love Boston accents. They're amazing. But like, uh, you never see that, do you? No. They're like they'll never believe it. <laughs> it just would be so dumb sounding. Because like I didn't Ooh. know he's so um he's so linked with Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where he lives most of his life yeah. is in Pennsylvania. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's born in Boston, and like I, I like it's nice that he leaves the money, even though like like I said, he spends most of his life in Philadelphia. I think yeah. So he's like, no, I know where I'm from. It's over here. Oh, we That's were in, nice. we were in Philly recently. I mean, not really. Uh, it was terrible. We ran through an airport, sprinted because our plane. We were supposed to have an hour layover, and then our plane left an hour after it was supposed to. So then we were like, great, let's see if we can make it, and we literally ran through the airport. To get on our plane where the doors were already open. Yeah. Uh, so Philly, you didn't impress me much. But, um, I mean, luckily for us, at least, I w- my biggest concern was they weren't going to get our bags on that plane. Yeah. Uh, and they did. And they did. Yeah. Right. Hmm. It doesn't take very long, I suppose, but I was still like, are they going to even know that we made it? Right. <laughs> or I was worried they were going to get the bags on and we weren't going to get on. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, great. that's fun. <laughs> but everything was fine. Uh, anyway, so... There are pamphlets that are created about his sexual appetites because he writes a lot about sexual things Mm -hmm. because it's funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sex is very funny. It's super humorous. It is ridiculous. Right. Mm -hmm. And so... Wink, 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 wink. And then... uh, But because of that, people think he's, like, real loose, you know? So they... He, he, I guess he tried to be elected to things. I didn't know this. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't get elected to anything partially yeah. because people write yeah. pamphlets about how he's a slut. <laughs> slut shaming Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> yeah. While he's living oh with his gosh. wife. I would just love, begging to marry her. Love to read those pamphlets. Oh, yeah. They've got to be great, man. Like, he's a slut. Oh, here I have a quote that says, Franklin, though plagued with fumbling age, which, yikes, way to be ageist also, um, needs nothing to excite him, but is too ready to engage when younger arms invite him. Oh. So basically he's a slut for young women. Yeah. He'll do anything for those young arms. Um, And once again, sounds like despite the fact that he's old, he's being sexual. Uh, yeah. But is he too old? Fumbling. Fumbling age. Right. So rude. What about being sexy silver daddy? I did read where something, was that, though. Where was that pamphlet? <laughs> I did read something, though, right before we started recording, and I wanted—I'm going to include, like, the information about it for a different episode I'm doing because I'm doing, like, a topic-specific episode that I'm working on, mm-hmm. and it's related to the same topic. So I was like, yay, and all excited. Mm. But uh, it specifically said when he got older that he had such a hard time getting around that he had to have four men carry him places. <laughs> Incredible. And he's, and he's fat, so he needs a, four men. What a dramatic old queen. I just, like, also, this is, what an image. <laughs> also, I want to say, I called him fat, and we're talking about fat shaming and stuff. I don't consider fat, like, a rude word. Like, it's a descriptive word. Like, yes. I'm fat, and that's fine. <laughs> it's a descriptive um, word. Right, so I'm not like, he's fat, but, you know, like, he, but he is. You know he is. But he is. Like, let's be honest. Yes. He's fat. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. And he got four men to carry him everywhere he went. Like, like <laughs> some goals. Yeah. <laughs> like he, like he's a queen, you know, like a yes. thing, and they're carrying him everywhere, like an actual queen. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, All the other founding fathers, like, I'm so glad we didn't have him write the thing. <laughs> 
I want them to like push him in a giant baby carriage. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh my God. But he's so heavy, it still takes four men. One of those rolling bassinets. <laughs> yeah. And it is related to what he was talking about. Like the fact that they mentioned that was like it made sense with the topic matter. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to share that with you later. Um, there's a lot of rumors, like I said, about the mother of his son, William. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know who she is, but uh, he's accused of stealing his son away from her and letting her die in the street. Oh, I mean, does the time work out that it could just be Deborah and he just won't say? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he knows Deborah yet. Mm, okay. So uh, I think the sus- like the suspicion by a lot of people, I think, is that it was like uh, one of his housekeepers or something. Mm. Like somebody who is low born. Yeah. And so he's worried... You know, that if they go on trial, that they're going to get in more trouble and just, like, have a terrible life. Yeah. And that, like, so they're in the position where they could just, like, run away and go to a different city and it's fine. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, you know, if you're established in the city as, like, a high-born woman, um, you can't just leave. Yeah. Like, you have to stay where your family is and find a good husband and stuff. And, and, I mean, that could be true, too. Um, But nobody ever figures out who she is, so... People say that she's a kitchen wench, an oyster wench. I don't know what that is. or But but they're all sure she's some kind of wench. <laughs> they really like using the word wench. Is she a wench? Um, but, yeah, they basically say, like, he stole their kid. And I'm like, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> I think it would have been really bad for her. If, yeah. It, like, uh, I don't, it's weird. It sounds weird. What a weird take. Right. But I think that's the people against him for election. So, like, he's a kid stealer oh, from sure, women. Sure. And he let her die in the street. Stole a and I'm like, you don't child. Even, you don't even know who she is. How would she die in the street? <laughs> How often do men who don't, like, want to be with their uh, impregnated lovers steal the child? It's very weird. And then raise them lovingly. Yeah. For Ooh. his whole, like, right, for the rest of his life. Like, what? It's, it's not like he was like, oh, I'll try a kid. And then he was like, just kidding, gross. Right. Like, like sometimes men do that to, like, just spite the woman. Sure. Sometimes they do it because it's, like, you know, terrible family annihilator. Yeah, yeah. Nonsense. But, like, a bad he, thing sometimes. I think he just was taking care of the family. I think he was just happy to have a kid. Yeah. Like, he just seems happy about that. Um, him and Deborah don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's his only kid. And so I'm like, yeah. And like Deborah probably helps raise him eventually. And yeah. I'm like, this is very nice. Your like uh, puzzle piece together family is very cute. <laughs> a family can be an old fat queen <laughs> with his <laughs> illegitimate son. <laughs> illegitimate who stole son from a woman. An abandoned woman. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. It's very nice. That is a modern American family. Exactly. Isn't it? <laughs> this is why people think that. Because it's funny because when I first heard that, I was like, that's true. And then it's like everything that I read, it was like, this is why. And it's like it comes to a conclusion like, but that is true. Yeah. Like people are right even if they don't know why they're right, Mm -hmm. which is fascinating. Um, And so people in London are writing negative articles about him because why aren't they? Um, But he's in France and he doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in France. Call me later. Um, and well, and like that he is like obsessed with France. Yeah, he's into it. He loves France, and yeah. then London's like ew. And I'm like, of course they are, because mm-hmm. he loves France and not you. Um, <laughs> he loves his other dad. When he goes to your house, he just takes off his clothes <laughs> and wags his dick around. <laughs> I don't know why you're making a fuss. Do you want him to come back? What? He's gonna do it again. It's gross. There you go again. <laughs> he needs his sunbathing time. Um, and apparently Franklin is also friends with uh, Chevalier Dion. 
Oh, okay. So our potentially uh, trans lady, Chevalier, which I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Getting around. But yeah, like at this time, Cute. like everyone knows everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, like we mentioned uh, Madame Lavoisier, uh-huh. like drew stuff for him. Yeah. And like Benjamin Franklin got around. Any, he, well, like, and anyone connected to France or England, he's going to know. Mm-hmm. And Chevalier is French yep. so, and, and lives in England. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. There you go. Uh, Have they been in a salon in France? And he probably knows them. <laughs> then he knows them. Um, but I'm like, way to be an ally, Franklin. <laughs> uh, John Jay writes about him. I believe there is no man of your age in Europe so much a favorite with the ladies. Yeah, it's like almost when you treat him with respect, they like it. <laughs> it's almost like if you're nice. It's almost like if you're just like charming and kind, people like it. And this immediately reminded me. I don't remember who it was, so and I should weird. have looked it up, but I forgot. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but you can re-listen to the episode. The guy who sent a letter to Governor Morris who was like, now that you don't have a leg, you'll be less of a slut. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, what is this letter for? This is just mean. Also, not true. Some people no. are into that. And it was not true. <laughs> he continued to be a slut for the rest of his life until he got married to his, like, maid, which was weird. Yeah. And confused everyone. You think this is going to slow me down? <laughs> this? This? No way. You thought, and I mean, you thought two legs is what was enabling me to slut? <laughs> and I mean... Fair, kind of, because he lost the leg because he was being a slut, mm. right? Like maybe he would learn. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Did not work. Of course not. But, but the same thing where John's like, it's like, wow, you old fart. <laughs> Women really <laughs> like you. Fart. <laughs> Very strong language in this letter. Yeah. Abigail Adams has opinions, too. Uh, oh, I trust Abigail. And she calls the women he hangs out with too full of warmth and naturalness, which means they slutty. <laughs> they slutty. <laughs> I do like Abigail. Oh, I love her. We do stand Abigail we're, Adams. Yeah, we're definitely going to have an episode about Abigail. Uh, I guess there's a lot of letters between her and her sisters that are very well documented, so... Mm. I think at some point we'll at least ha- we'll have an episode about her and her sisters because they sound pretty great. She should have been the first lady president. Oh, yeah. I agree. I mean, she in- essentially was. <laughs> she kind of was. She, like, it's none of the faults are her fault, but all of the good is basically her. Sit down, John. <sighs> John. Sit down, John. She's the best thing that could have possibly happened to John <laughs> Adams. Yeah. Um, so there's a story in his autobiography, Franklin, mm-hmm. where he's using a wheelbarrow to deliver papers. Okay. Um, even though he could hire somebody because he didn't want the appearance of being too wealthy. Yeah. Uh, we also talk about that in a future episode where this is a, this <laughs> yeah. is a gambit people pull. People do this. This is common. Um, and some people criticize that while other people are like, no, he's a great politician. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it works. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and that's the thing about him, too, for a lot of these things, people think, like, that he's trying to cultivate, um, like, a personality, a public personality that's not necessarily his real personality, mm-hmm. right? He's trying to be like, ooh, I'm a cad, and oh, I'm crazy. Um, but then, like, a lot of the things that he does are, like, very, like, thoughtful and wise and conservative and just, like, nice. And also, it means that he did have to go around with the heavy wheelbarrow and do work. (laughs) Just good for the fat. (laughs) It's like, it's not like this was an easy thing to do. He had to work for this. Right. 
Um, Foster, who wrote that book that I read, specifically argues that we only know about Benjamin's affairs with women because it's part of the image he wanted. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, that he might have even had more, like, dalliances with ladies, but we don't know about them because he didn't want us to know. Yeah. And that we only know about these ones because he told us, and therefore, also, they might not be true. <laughs> Like, he's crafting an image, and it's whatever he wants it to be, and he's only going to tell you what he wants you to know, which is why he does that hoax and doesn't say anything for 30 years. He's like, I didn't want people to know. Now it's fine. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Uh, And I think at that point, people have probably already heard of other hoaxes, so he's like, might as well admit to this. Yeah. It can't be punished now. Cat's out of the skin bag. Too late. Out of the bag. Um... And he he makes a point that all founding fathers, um, some more than others, were aware of how they would look historically and that they tried to craft an image of themselves Mm -hmm. just in general, like with what letters they saved and just like how they wrote things. Mm -hmm. That they knew like, you know, and I think that most people, that's probably not true, but for them, like because they're creating like this new government, they know that they're like kind of important. Yeah. And so they're like, I'm going to look good. I'm going to make myself look good, mm-hmm. you know, in whatever way I want to look good. And like some more than others because I'm like, <laughs> so, yeah, some of y'all look nasty. Some of you didn't think this was going to look bad or you just didn't, you didn't think. <laughs> Alexander all. Hamilton. You didn't think at all, did you? Hmm. Mm. Use your brain. Mm. <laughs> Or the cost was just too dang high, Jefferson. Hmm? It's just like, Washington. not worth it. Washington. Washington. All of you Virginians and your <laughs> plantations. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, so when he dies, the Senate refuses to endorse the House's resolution to honor uh, Franklin. Oh. <laughs> We won't. So uh, this is where we get to the point where there are just, like, conflicting opinions about him in general Uh over time. And, um, yeah, they're like, not that scumbag. And I'm like, wow, okay. We are being kind of mean. He's a slut. Um, And specifically, Victorian-era Americans do not like him at all. No, I imagine his image is not, like, super kosher. No. With uh, Victorian Um, They thought he needed to be censored because he's too crass. (laughs) And there are actual things where people publish things that he wrote, and they censor it. They cut stuff out. Oh, my gosh. Like, that advice about a mistress gets published, and they cut, like, I think a few of the advice things out entirely. Ooh. Um, Which ones? Do you know? I don't think I wrote it down. Um, that in itself is a fascinating yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Like, which uh, ones were yeah, bad? Yeah, what part of this is the problem? And the fact that they publish it again at all. Like, why wouldn't you just ignore it entirely? Why not just not publish it? Ooh. Uh, so a London newspaper, immediately after his death, said, the legal partner of his bed complained of infidelities, meaning Deborah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's true. Um it is well known he had mistresses plenty, and there are several living testimonies of his licentious emmers. Oh. I'm like, he just died. Like, why are you being such a douche about it? Frickin' England. He slept around. Manslut. Um, Manslut. Well, and I had uh, somebody pointed out they were worried also at that time in London about the French Revolution. So <laughs> anything that's vaguely related to the French, they're like, nasty. I hate it. Yeah. Get it out of here. Uh, you know, a Tuesday. <laughs> right. And then the next year, one of America's first magazines, the uh, American Museum, which is published in Philly, uh, which is Franklin's hometown, 
they made jokes about him and French women and made fun of his age and implied that he had lots of affairs. And I'm like, he just died. He just died. Like a year ago. Is it maybe too soon to be like a douche about it? I mean, it's very, it is fun, uh, but maybe too soon. I have a great quote. It says, it's kind of long, though, so here we go. At the end of the 19th century, when Massachusetts Senator George F. Hoare, (laughs) H-O-A-R. I don't care. I'm just letting you know. (laughs) I knew you'd like it. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter how you spell it, Mr. Hoare. It doesn't matter. Senator. Mr. Hoare. Senator Hoare. Was given a list of names for the National Hall of Fame. He crossed out Franklin's name on the list. Who was on the list? (sighs) I don't know. Who else? Explaining, Dr. Franklin's conduct of life was that of a man on a low plane. He was without idealism, without lofty principle, and one side of his character gross and immoral. (laughs) His letter on the question of keeping a mistress, which making allowance for the manners of the time and all allowance for the fact that he might have been partly in jest, is an abominable and wicked letter. And his relation to women and to the family life were of that character. Okay. So he's like, he's a nasty slut bag. He can't be on this list. I think Senator Hoare is uh, protesting too much. Hmm, maybe. Uh, in 1869 and the 1870s, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, she's a female suffragist, complains about Franklin. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah. And this is kind of at the end of the Victorian era, so people are starting to like him again. Uh-huh. Um, and she's not having it. Uh, she called him a hero at, quote, the expense of women's marital freedom. He's um problematic. Yeah. Your fave is problematic. Um, and it's like, I just, I don't think that's true. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm assuming what she's saying is that, like, he's sleeping with young women and then they aren't virgins so they can't get married. Um, or she's talking about Deborah, but Deborah's trapped in her previous marriage so she can't get married. Mm-hmm. So that's not his fault. So I'm like, I'm not really entirely sure what you mean. But also, I don't know what she knew. Exactly. That's the other thing. It's like, I'm assuming what she knows is like mistresses and like the rumors. Mm -hmm. And uh, you will notice I have yet to mention an actual mistress he has. (laughs) Um, But we'll get around to it. In her speech, Home Life, she also talks about Benny abandoning his wife in Philly. Uh, Deborah, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think that's true. Uh, and numerous illegitimate children he have. We only know about the one. And that he disowned one of his sons, which would mean he has multiple, and I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure he has one, and I don't think he disowned him. He raised him his entire life. I doubt it. Uh, the less said of Franklin's private character, the better, she's quoted as saying. Oh. Don't talk about him. He's bad. Don't. And I said, uh, I have a thing I wrote that I said, uh, honestly, I think Franklin would agree with that quote, at least. <laughs> and he's like, please don't talk about my private life. Yeah, don't. He's quite private, despite the fact that he's a very public figure and that he writes a lot of things about himself and mm-hmm. talks about himself a lot. Yeah. But it's very specifically only what he wants to talk about. It's very curated. Uh-huh, and nothing else. So I'm like, I think he'd agree. <laughs> Whenever he does talk about it, it's all veiled in lies and yeah. satire. He doesn't um, want you to know the truth. Right. He's just, yeah, a lot of his works uh, were sanitized, as Foster says, which I appreciate. Uh, Secretary of State Thomas F. Bayard eventually archived the essay I was talking about uh, and wouldn't allow it to be included in any publications between 1885 and 1889 because of what he considered its indecency. Oh, gosh. So for four years, they couldn't include it in anything. 
indecent. The Secretary of State did that. <laughs> That's it's, how important it was. It's dirty. Um, we can't. But as we get out of the Victorian era, people are more sexually liberal, and so they think he's a cool dude again mm-hmm. instead of thinking he's a nasty man. The, the incredibly wild uh, 1900s. Um, and, yeah, we still don't know who conce- like conceived his child, William, and I would like someone to do some DNA investigation, please. Let's do it. Figure it out. I want to know. Uh, like I said, I don't think it's Deborah, but I think it would be cute if it was Deborah. Mm-hmm. I'd be into it if it was Deborah. And even if it's someone else, I'm just like, I want to know what happened to her, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to know what her life was because Franklin didn't say who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I know that he probably doesn't want me to know, but too bad. He's dead. I don't care. DNA exists now, fool. So, suck it. Science <laughs> has got you. Science sucker? But, um... They mention in the book that she was likely punished for having him illegitimately, but I don't think so because I'm just assuming that she got away, that he let her get away. Right. Because that's like, why Why else would you keep it a and secret? And why, would, yeah, why wouldn't we know? Because yeah. wouldn't it be like public record of some kind that she was punished for mm-hmm. this and that it was Benjamin Franklin? Cause people would really care. I feel like there'd be a lot of articles about this woman being punished for yeah. birthing his illegitimate child. People with a lot of stakes in the matter of shaming him would have found out. Yeah, if anyone knew, I think we would know. But, you know, anyone besides Franklin, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the punishment was 21 lashes on a whipping post in Philly for having yeah. an illegitimate child. Great. So. He has a good reason to not want her to get in trouble. <laughs> For something that, like, by his, like, story about Polly, that he's admitting that's his fault. Mm -hmm. That he's like, why aren't the men being punished? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I did this Uh, to her. Who was the one who had an irresponsible ejaculation? Yeah. Was it her? Right. Mm. Like, which I I love that just because, like, you're very subtly being like, hey, it's my fault. (laughs) And then, like, that he raises his son because he's like, yeah, this happened because of me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take care of it. And I'm taking care of her, too. And I'm like, what a beautiful boy. (laughs) I love him. Um, So, like I said, he's labeled as immoral, but he has this common law marriage. but He can't have a legal one, or he Mm -hmm. would, he says. And I believe him. Like, he's with her. Like, would you live with her that long? Yeah, and he's with her the rest of her life. Like, until she dies, like, as far as I know, he has no mistresses. He's not interested in any other women at all, it Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like. Uh, A lot of it talked about, like, what was considered, uh, like, actual pursuance of someone and that he's just, like, very uh, flirtatious, but that he's probably not doing anything with anyone. Right. He's just a flirty man. He's just charming. Mm -hmm. And so people are like, oh, that's nice and are into it. And I'm like, but as far as I know, while he's with Deborah, he's with no one else. Yeah. And like I said, in his biography, he's like, I wish I could have married her. Mm -hmm. That's all I wanted to do. And I'm like, it's precious. It says he's apparently very loyal to his wife, according to his biographer, and said he's no adulterer like Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) Not like that Hamilton. I'll kill him. Ooh. (laughs) Throw the shade all over the place. Not like that Tomcat Hamilton. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's so, I love when they shade other founding fathers. It's the best thing. Oh, gross, Hamilton. Especially when it's true. <laughs> when it's true. And you admitted it, you stupid moron. You idiot. Yeah, I broke. Burn. <laughs> Why would you do this? Because they were questioning his ability to run the money, Haley. So I have to admit that I slept with her. Mm-hmm. Publicly. Great. Not, not even thinking about how that will affect my wife. I guess 
you shouldn't be able you shouldn't do it. You're clearly your judgment is bad. Yeah. We I mean I love Hamilton, but he's a freaking loser. <laughs> it makes I mean you all know, you've heard the musical horrible decisions. <laughs> you know. Consistently bad decisions. You heard the songs. You know. Uh and yeah, like I said, that's not to say he's not flirtatious. It's just that he's not like hooking up with all these women. It's like I feel like what's happening is like his friends see him with women and they're like, wow, he's really good with women and they're yeah. really into him. And so then they make a lot of jokes about how into him women are. Yeah. But like they never see him like hooking up with anybody or him talking about it. I think he's probably just being like, hmm, and not saying anything yeah. because he doesn't want to be like. I don't know. Because he, cause he can't get married to Deborah, so I think he doesn't want to be like, no, she's all I want and I don't care. Yeah. But also, like, he's not doing—I don't think he's doing anything. So mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, my little secret, and, which is literally nothing. <laughs> and so, and a lot of people talk about his French ladies specifically, so let's talk about some French ladies. So Madame Brillon uh, is 33 when Franklin is there, and he's in his 70s. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a lot of flirtatious letters back and forth. I think this is after Deborah dies. Because mm-hmm. um, he lives, Franklin lives for a long time. Yeah. Because he's born in 1706. I think he dies in 1790. So he's like 84. Mm-hmm. So he's quite old. So I think Deborah dies before him. Or I know she dies before him. And I think she's dead at this point. And there, he has flirtatious letters with this woman who's much younger than him. <laughs> uh, not insanely young, though. She's in her 30s. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's nice because it's usually like he's flirting with 18-year-old girls. Right. And I'm like, yeah, with, that would be creepy. With children. Right. But it's like, no, she's a, she's a married lady, mm-hmm. uh, which is the other thing. She's a woman. <laughs> yep. Um, in her letters, she calls him Cher Papa, which is Dear Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey. where do we get to the Daddy King? <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. Um, and like I said, she's married. Um, and her husband knows that they talk all the time. Um and that she sits on Franklin's lap a lot when he visits. <laughs> oh, my God. And he even, in a letter, says to Franklin, uh, I am certain you've been kissing my wife. Uh, and they're not, like, making out, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, friendly French kisses yeah. happening. Um, but he follows that up with, my dear doctor, let me kiss you back in return. Uh, threesome. <laughs> yeah, he's like, let's thruple it up, baby. He's like, how come I can't sit on Why your don't lap? I get any kisses? Why haven't I been invited to sit <laughs> right, on your lap, which, daddy? Which the first <laughs> sentence makes it sound like he's accusing him of being like, I know you're kissing my yeah. wife. Like, he's going to kill him. And then he's like, why don't I get to kisses? And you're like, oh. <laughs> how come I don't get kisses, This daddy? is different than I thought oh, it was going to be. <laughs> very French of you. I approve. Um, I approve. I was like, either way, he wants to thruple up or her husband is gay. <laughs> and that's why they're both flirting with him. Because they're like, I love some action from somebody I'm attracted to mm-hmm. who can do it, please. He could just be very uh, acerbically uh, jokey. Like, why don't I get kisses? He could be. I, I really don't want him to be. I don't I think love, so. I love the idea of like, how come I don't know about me? Mm-hmm. You got any more kisses, daddy? Chez papa. <laughs> Chez papa. Um... But either way, everyone is chill about it, and they don't seem to think it's serious. Mm-hmm. Nobody, like, actually thinks they're hooking up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, nobody thinks their relationship is serious. They're just being cute and flirty and having a good time. Mm-hmm. And so, no, everybody's like, whatever. They're not hooking up. We doubt it. Whereas with Madame Helvetius, um, different story. <laughs> She's a widow, and he's a widower. So he's like, let's get to business, man. Uh, she's 60, and mm-hmm. he's in his 70s. And he's like, hey, bae. Hey. Uh, 
Hey, little lady. He's very forward with her. Um, so her husband was Australian, or not Australian, sorry. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> her husband was Austrian royalty. Australian royalty. Australian royalty. <laughs> That's just England. That's just England. And she would just, like, hang out with people, have the chit-chats and salons and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, Franklin's like, this is the best thing ever. I love her. And so he proposes that uh, their dead spouses, each of their dead spouses, Mm -hmm. are now married in heaven. So they should get married on earth right now. (laughs) What a weird flirt. To get back at them. Mm Mm-hmm. So they probably got married. He's, like, writing this fan fiction yeah, yeah. about their dead spouses. How they got married in heaven. So we should get married. To get back at them. What if we got married to show them? Um, how would that show them? What? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. And uh, the assumption is that he's doing this, like, he, he is earnestly proposing to her. But he's trying to do it in a joke way so that if she says no, he's like, ha, he's kidding. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like he would. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like it's like when you like like somebody and you're trying to like float the idea of dating, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "That's crazy," and you're like, "I know, right? Uh, oh my gosh, I would never want that." Ew, <laughs> you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. We shouldn't even be friends anymore. <laughs> I think you're hideous. <laughs> Actually, I'm gay. Bye. <laughs> hmm. That could have uh, gone better. Never call me. <laughs> They're like, what? You walk away. That went well. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Mm, Perfect. Uh, But she's like, no, thank you. (laughs) Uh, And people give her crap about it. They're like, Benjamin Franklin wants to marry you. Benjamin Franklin wants to marry you. Because, I mean, because they're all, like, in love with him. They're all horny for him. Yeah. So they're like, why why do you want to marry him? And she's like, no. He did it in a weird way, honestly. Yeah. I I wrote, because they want him to stay in France, because she's in France. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone for him... Or everyone's hot for him in France, so they're like, we want to keep him. Yeah, all the married couples are like, if he isn't, we want him here so yeah. we can keep writing kiss letters. Right. Well, and, and it seems almost like they're like, hey, can you just take a hit for France? We just <laughs> yeah. want him to be here. Yeah. If you don't marry him, he's going to go back to America. Lie back and think of France. <laughs> be, you know how to take care of France, and it's this way. But no, she doesn't want to marry him for whatever reason. I get. I mean, maybe she just wants to be a widow. Let her be. Yeah, she's like, I had to suffer men <laughs> for, for years, many years, <laughs> and now I get to be alone. I get to enjoy being a widow. Right. Um, You're very cute, but no, <laughs> no, thanks. But uh, it's assumed that he's that he didn't have sex with either of them. Mm-hmm. That it's like probably not. There's no no indication that anything actually happened. The book says he has a perfect. Emity uh, emirez, which is uh, a flirt manse, basically, is what I said. <laughs> it's it's uh, the words I think mean flirtatious friendship or like romantic friendship, mm-hmm. and it's essentially like yeah, you you have friends you know in your life that you just flirt with, and there's no actual stakes in any way. Yeah, like it's just like it's fun to flirt with people um, as a joke. Yeah, it's and that's what's happening. Like when you trade barbs with someone, but the soft version. Yeah. Right, and he's, like, with his frenemy, he's pretending he's dead, mm-hmm. uh, making a joke. And this is, like, the opposite version of, like, he's just flirting, and it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's chill. Unless he proposes to you as a joke, then that's serious. <laughs> yeah, unless the joke is proposing. But it's always a joke. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Um, the joke is the armor. But, yeah, I put it in Big Brother terms. This is a flirt man's, not a showman's. <laughs> yeah. uh, Big Brother's back, and we love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... 
I, I forgot to write this down, but when I was reading Foster's book, he specifically makes a point to say <laughs> that uh, part of the reason that people are really into Benjamin Franklin in France specifically and why they think he's so flirtatious with women is that he's just very interested in what they have to say at salons. Yeah. He's very, like, interested in their personal opinions and ideas and thoughts. And people are like, wow, he's really trying to hook up with some ladies. And I'm like, maybe he just likes what they have to say. They are thirsty and desperate for someone to just listen to them. Right, and that's why they're attracted to him. They're like, wow, somebody cares about what I have to say, Mm -hmm. what's happening in my brain. Yeah, take note, uh, bachelors. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, be interested. Yeah. the I mean, the most attractive thing for other people to be is, like, for people to like you, mm-hmm. you know, in general. Like, for your friends or anything. I always say, like, a lot of times when I'm trying to make new friends, I'll, like, ma- I'll throw out some jokes. And, like, if some people laugh, then I'm like, okay, those people I can be friends with. And if mm-hmm. nobody laughs, then I'm just like, oh, I'm done here. You are all hopeless. This doesn't work for me. <laughs> I That's most of my personality with friends is making jokes. And if I can't get you to laugh, it's going to be a bad time for me. Right. And you, because you're going to have to endure my bad jokes that you don't like. So <laughs> it's not great. Uh, but a lot, yeah, a lot of his, like demeanor as far as being flirtatious is just him respecting women and like being nice uh in his stories and in his attitude he's respecting women what a slut yeah what a slut right and there are flirtatious things like you know this woman sitting on his lap and kissing him and stuff but it's also like at the time not seen as a super sexual thing to do mm-hmm. it's like no there's just like more uh uh friendship approved touching allowed yeah. That nowadays is very much seen as, like, exclusively romantic. Uh, so that's it, man. That's it. That's Benny Franks being and, a rake. And that's the oh, man. That's the man. Sleeping with all the ladies. Is he a rake or is he a hoe? I mean, he's not really a hoe. <laughs> is he a rake? So rake's probably right. I mean, I think rake is mostly just, like, uh, you know, like he's inappropriate. <laughs> okay. And it's like, that's true, at least with his, like, jokes and stuff. Or is he, like, a lawnmower? <laughs> or is he, like, a, um, what are those called? Trowel. A trowel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a he's, patina trowel? He's one of those tiny rakes that's in, like, a sand thing. <laughs> like a little... A little zen garden. A little zen garden rake. Yeah. He's a zen garden rake. <laughs> and he just makes everything, like, look nice and pretty. And he's like, I'm listening to I you. I am listening. Mm, listening. Making <laughs> jokes. And then you look, and it's like a penis Yeah, in the sand, you're yep. like, oh, Benjamin Franklin. Gosh, dang it, Benjamin. You got me again, <laughs> you Benjamin. You always do this, Benny. Oh, Benny. <laughs> Benny, Benny, Benny. Always making these jokes, Benny. Anyway, we hope you have a good 4th of July Independence Day, or as I like to call it, Stranger Things Day. Because <laughs> I don't... Uh, <clears throat> I just don't like it. It's... It's... um. I think a lot of at least Commonwealth countries have a holiday that is yeah. barbecue and fireworks and friend holiday. Yeah. And that's usually different stuff. But for Americans, it's um, celebrating not being British anymore. And, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I don't love barbecue. I don't like loud noises. So I don't like fireworks. Oh, you're like a tiny dog. I am. 
And uh, <laughs> we got to put like some essential oils on the nape of your neck and like. And I don't like parades. Like they have parades. Some places I don't like parades. <laughs> put you under a blanket. There's just nothing about it. I don't love America that much. So there's just nothing about it that like super good for me. I never like most. One of the fun thing about Fourth of July is the fireworks. And Alaska yeah. never had fireworks, right? Because it's too light during the summer. Right. We tried to watch fireworks last year, and it did not really work. No, it's not. But we did good. do poppets. Oh yeah, <laughs> which was <laughs> so disappointing. Poppets aren't really. We fireworks. just like threw them on the ground, and we're like, "Well, it's done." I mean, some sometime we'll have to go. Um, we can go like buy fireworks in Eastern Washington, and then we just have to get out of the city, and then we can use them. <laughs> Blow stuff up. Sure. Because the real American tradition is blowing stuff up. And making sure you're out in city limits where they can't get you. <laughs> That's the real American I mean, if you way. do it in the desert where I'm from, like, it's not going to hurt anything. There's no. no trees. No. You can't burn anything you're down. You're going to hurt, like— What are you going to do? Burn the sand and make glass? Whatever. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, don't, it's not going to be that hot, but— Ooh. <laughs> the idea is exciting. Ooh, I want to make sand glass. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, isn't all glass sand glass? Uh, isn't sand always involved in glass? Um, I feel they've got to have some kind of artificial glass. Oh, sure. Or like plastic, sure. quote unquote, glass. Anyway, hmm. thanks for listening today. We hope you learned a lot about the most American founding father, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Benji Frank. In our newest episode of our founding frat boys. <laughs> And if you don't think he's a frat boy, re-listen to the episode. Re-listen to the episode. Um, and uh, yeah, that you th- now you know more about Merka. Merka, because he is he is Merka. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my favorite way to celebrate Fourth of July is to learn something about some loser who started our country. <laughs> Write a gently flirtatious letter to someone today. <laughs> Propose to someone as a joke today. <laughs> Write a hoax letter to a newspaper today. <laughs> Please don't do that. It is a, a subtly veiled uh, satirical take on a cultural topic. <laughs> like slavery. <laughs> or witchcraft. <laughs> or I, I think, I think there are a couple topics that would be pretty ripe for a good... Uh, yeah, no, I agree. A good parable. It's surprising how modern some of those were, huh? Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Be safe. Don't burn anything down. Bye. Bye. No. Amen.